0: I'm very well. Thank you. We're going to talk about something uh, between this podcast, between the podcast that I do with EC, between just paying attention over the last 10 years. Like, there's so much confusion if that's the right word around nutrition and we've that done that is the right
1: word. There's hope. Yes. So, yes. That's the, and
0: word. so we've done an episode in the past and we were joking before recording this. We've done an episode in the past called simplify nutrition. And you said before starting this, like we sh- we should have saved that title <laughs> for this conversation. And so I want to enter into it. Hmm. I want to kind of like part two or, or an evolution of this idea of simplifying nutrition. One of the things that I always see is people saying, yeah, Ben, whomever, EC, whatever, yeah, nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruits, got it, yeah, but Rich Froning eats peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and right. Chandler Smith eats gummy worms between events at the CrossFit right. Games, and fill-in-the-blank eats uh, eats X, Y, and Z. Sean Lynch eats
1: Skittles at halftime.
0: Yeah, how is it that yeah, they're the, the fittest deal? people on earth and they're eating these things? Why aren't, Why shouldn't I do that, or what What makes them, them or that different than... Oh, whole foods, not too much, mostly plants, et cetera. So that's the question to you. And let's see if we can simplify it even further.
1: Yeah, it's it's super confusing. Like I'm trying to do everything I can. I'm making all these sacrifices. I'm, I'm training the way that these guys train. I'm doing CrossFit. And you're telling me that I should eat like vegetables and super clean protein sources. But then the athletes that you coach are having... And this is what they do, by the way. And this is intentional. They have gummy bears. It's a Haribu gummy bears between <laughs> events. It's mm-hmm. like the number one thing that we do between events of the games. Like, what the hell, Ben? That mm-hmm. is the most confusing thing ever. And then you read muscle magazines and it's all about like protein, protein, protein. But then you hear about this health stuff and it's all about uh, – Um, plant-based and it's like it could not be more and then there's the keto people oh my god the keto people and the vegans like what the hell like like why all the confusion why all the camps why and what people forgot to ask before they gave advice is what's your goal Mm. that without that question i can't give you nutrition advice i don't know what you should be doing for nutrition and it can break it down into essentially four very simple buckets. Now, there's overlap, I'm sure. And there's probably a fifth, a sixth, a seventh bucket, I'm sure. But generally, what people are looking for is from their, health, from the, from their um, nutrition program is either to lose weight, to increase their performance, to gain muscle, or to increase their health. So think of those four buckets, weight loss, Mm -hmm. performance, muscle gain, and health. Now, once you have those four buckets, you go, I can say, you say like, what should I eat? I say, Patrick, what's your goal? Mm -hmm. And you say, I just wanna live forever. Okay, you're in the health bucket. Okay, Patrick, what's your goal? I really wanna perform at the CrossFit Games. Cool, performance. I wanna beat people in my gym, cool. Mm -hmm. And you can bucket people into these. And then once you bucket them into them, it's as simple as first principles. The first most driving principle for each bucket. If you're in the, this is where the people are like, it's about calories. No, it's not about calories. It's about whole foods. No, it's not about whole foods. It's about low carb. No, it's not about macros. It's about, they're all right, but it depends on which bucket you're in. So it, you, everybody know once you do this, everyone knows the next answers, the first principles. So if it's about weight loss, I'll ask you, Patrick. If it's about weight loss, what's the first principle? What's the most important thing we should be paying attention to if we're trying to lose weight? What do you think it is? Calories. Amount of calories. Cal- lower calories. It's super simple. Okay. Now, those people that are trying to lose weight, let's do that. And then once we lose weight and lower calories – Then there's a whole bunch of tools, a whole bunch of tricks that work for that. And all we have to do is find out what works for you. Is there intermittent fasting? Is it macros? Is it calorie counting? Is it keto? Is it all of those things will lower calories and we can use any one of those things to do that, but we don't want to go with any one of those tools to the performance group. Mm. That's going to be detrimental to the performance group. Because for the performance group, I'll ask you, Patrick, if you're at the CrossFit Games, what do you think is the number one most important thing for those guys in terms of nutrition? I imagine it's carbs. You're absolutely right. It's increasing. Make sure they have enough carbohydrates. Carbs are the fuel source. So now what we do is we work with different protocols to make sure they get enough carbs in. And this is going off of real food, because real food doesn't have enough carbs. So this is why we go towards things like gummy bears. Like we go towards Gatorade and sports drinks. It's why we go towards um, the sugary things in between meals, because we need to get the sugar in. It's the exact opposite of the health group. Mm -hmm. If you're in a health group, what's the most important thing that we could do? What's the first principle, Patrick?
0: I imagine it's the balance between quantity and quality.
1: I would actually say it's eliminating processed foods. You're probably hmm, right. Interesting. But yep. yeah, I would say it's the elimination of processed foods. Like you eliminate processed foods and you, I'm pretty sure your health. So let's get away from the sugar. Let's get away from the gummy bears. Let's get away from the cereals. Let's get away from. So it's the exact opposite for that group. And now if you want to gain muscle, what's the number one principle? What do you think? A gallon of milk a day. You guys it's, it's, it make sure you get enough protein. Yeah, it's, it's a protein mm-hmm. game. You have to, at minimum, if you're not getting seven grams of protein for every pound of body weight, you're not going to do it. That's the minimum. Now, what we should actually do is getting closer towards uh, um, one. So if you weigh 170 pounds, you should be getting 170 grams of protein. Now, in order to do that, you probably need to get away from whole foods. You probably need to supplement because a chicken breast has about 30 grams. Well, if you're only eat two, three, four times a day, you need to eat five chicken breasts to get that protein in. Oh, I'm sorry, that only gets you 150. Yeah. Like you need to like you need to get in, it's it's really hard without the supplementation. So this is where supplements come in. Mm. It's as simple as that. Is understanding everybody what everyone's doing is arguing the tools without understanding the game they're trying to play. They're arguing whether vegan is better than sugar. When they're not talking to the right people, you, I can't talk to you about nutrition till I know you're trying to compete at the CrossFit games or you're trying to lose 50 pounds or you're trying to make sure you eliminate chronic disease. I need to, or that you're trying to enter a bodybuilding competition. You want to gain 20 pounds of muscle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once I know those things. Cool. First principles, really simple. We got to understand this is the thing. And then fill in the tips and the tricks and the tools for what works for each of those things. So for some of those things, we talked about some for the weight loss, right? If you do macros, that's a great way to track and lower your calories, calorie counting, Weight Watchers, like Weight Watchers works for that. It's great because it's counting calories. Even things like keto because it's hard to overeat on keto. This is why it works for the weight loss people. Things like intermittent fasting, like it works because it lowers calories, now, let's not take those first principles and bring them over to the people that are looking for something else
0: because
1: mm-hmm. it's not their first principle. They need to go with the other stuff. That's fascinating. I'm tempted to just leave it there,
0: but I've got a couple follow followers <laughs> yeah. because we are talking about this. And you mentioned that there are definitely crossover between some of these things, right? The, the two that strike me as like, oh yeah, but which one am I in is the lose weight and the improve health. Mm-hmm. How would you like, if somebody was like, well, okay, here are the four buckets. Where are you? I kind of want both of those things. Where do you start? Or how do you know, like, actually you're in this one. We'll move to this one. We'll get to this one. We're going to start here. So therefore we're going to start with these particular first principles and not
1: those. So if you're not an extreme, you're going to be in multiple buckets. So if you're not Chandler Smith or Rich Froning, they have a singular bucket that they're focused on. It's performance. And everything else, how much muscle they gain, their health, it's all around their weight loss. It's all based around their performance. So they know whether they should increase their body composition or what they should do with it based off of that. If you weigh 290 pounds, you got to lose weight. Losing weight will affect your health more than anything else. So it's what is the biggest driver. But that's if you're an extreme. Most of us aren't. So we're going to live in multiple buckets. And... Here's the thing is, as you start to lean in multiple buckets, the carryovers will affect both of them, right? So to a certain extent, um, the example would be, or let's try to decide if you're 160 pounds and you're concerned about health, like you should be, it's, you don't need to lose weight. Like weight loss is not a thing for you. Now, maybe you're in the performance in the health one. Okay. In that case, let's do unprocessed foods, but make sure we're getting in enough calories. I'm sorry, enough carbohydrates. So maybe in that case, what we'll do is we'll do macros with a whole food source. Beautiful. Great. We're going to solve for those two things. It's understanding which of the overlaps of the tools work for the multiple buckets. What doesn't work is I'm going to go keto and I'm going to go CrossFit performance. Yeah. Those are at odds. What I'm not going to do is go super low calorie and try and gain muscle. That's at odds. What it's you have to understand which tools work across the the different buckets
0: this seems very very reminiscent to me of the programming tracks that we've talked about previously um the the sweat train and perform is that are they are there lots of similar similarities there and is there anything you you've learned about what works in the programming tracks that might work for these nutrition tracks.
1: Yeah. I I love that. um, The awareness of those that parallel. And the answer is yes, 100%. It's what makes sense when you have a normal conversation with somebody trying to help them. Mm. The thing you ask them as a trainer, every single person knows this is when someone comes in and they say like, help me. What's the first question every trainer asks. What's your goal? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, I'm not going to assume that you want to go to the CrossFit games. I want to know what you're looking to do. And the train, sweat, and compete, those different tracks inside the programming, answers that question. Because the big gap in the CrossFit customer journey was people would come in, you'd ask them that question, and you get a multitude of different answers. I want to um, train for men's league uh, soccer. I want to lose 50 pounds and get off medication. I want to try to go to the CrossFit games. And then what we would do is go, okay, it doesn't really matter what I asked you because you're going to go follow the singular program. That makes no sense. Why did I even ask that question?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, a, it's like a, it, 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 it was a, a filler, un, unnecessary filler. It was just like, we did it because we felt like we should do it. Yep. Now someone says, I want to train for men's league soccer. Cool. You're going to do the train track choo choo because you're going to train for other sports you don't need to be spending time learning how to do ring muscle-ups you should be working on your work capacity the way we would train a soccer player strength and conditioning you don't need the crossfit specific movements you don't need to, how to learn a cycle a barbell you need to know how to get stuff that translates over to the soccer field you need the second wave adaptations not the third you want to compete in the crossfit games awesome You need to learn how to cycle a barbell. You need the third wave adaptations. If you can't do bump cleans, like you're not going to go to the games. But if you're a soccer player, I don't want you to learn bump cleans. It's actually less effective of a strength and conditioning tool. You're eliminating the posterior chain. It's a hack. It's a, it's a thing. It's a, it's a skill specific to CrossFit, not to soccer. And if you're trying to lose a hundred pounds, I might not have you doing cleans at all. Why am I having you doing cleans? Now, if you're talking about Cleans in a Metcon, I get it. But like working at Cleans at like 85% plus, let's get you on a bike and sweat it out, dude. You need mm-hmm. to work the aerobic engine and build some muscle along the way. So it answers the questions. It gives us an answer to or a vehicle to be able to put people in once you ask them what your goals are. This is the same thing. From nutrition, I need to know what's your goals. And once I know your goals, now we can put, similarly put them in those right buckets and they're really neat for buckets. Are you here to lose weight? Are you here to increase your performance? I don't care what sport. Are you here for um, to build muscle? Are you here for greater health?
0: Okay. So this was not the point of the conversation, but this may be the only opportunity I have to bring this idea up. When I work with gyms, almost invariably, one of the things that we end up talking about is nutrition or a nutrition program, what they do, how to do it better, et cetera. And my contention is has been, I haven't, this is why I'm thinking about this. Cause this could be, this is an interesting unlock and I'm going to think about this, but the challenge has always been, or my contention has always been that CrossFit gym specifically need to figure out how to treat nutrition the same way that we figured out how to treat fitness. Nutrition is still too often believed to be only, we're only valuable in a one-on-one environment because you're a special snowflake and you need something different than everybody else. And it's personal and all this stuff. And I always see gyms struggle with, 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 operating a successful nutrition program because it's so different than what they figured out how to do really well elsewhere crossfit has figured out how to deliver fitness which 10 years ago 15 years 20 years was thought to be well you're a special snowflake and you need to you need a special program and it doesn't work in a group and etc we've proven we figured out how to do that we've we we figured out how to prove that wrong and my contention has always been we've got to figure out a way to treat nutrition in the same kind of manner so that It's not 10 members of your gym who get a nutrition program because that's all, that's the only people who can afford it, whatever. We need to figure out how to treat nutrition in the same way that we treat fitness. So my question to you, all of that, is can you imagine, just blue sky, just creative, just because we're talking about it, using these five, four buckets to at least begin to start to deliver some kind of nutrition coaching, some kind of nutrition program to not 10 people, not 15 people at CrossFit New England, but... 150 people, 200 people figuring out a way to deliver that because now we know at least what your primary goal is and we can work on first principles from there.
1: Yeah. It's, um, such the right question to ask because you're going to change people's lives more with nutrition than you are with what you do inside the gym. That's for sure. Like that is across the board. You're going to, what you do in the kitchen affects your health more than what you do in the gym. Um, so I think that it's our, our responsibility to figure out what that how we disseminate the message and how we get people to have compliance. And the struggle is what you just said is everyone's individual. Yep. Well, case in point is what you were alluding to. That's what we thought about tra- training as well. And here's where we are in the training space. And we'll come back to the, the nutrition space before CrossFit. It was individual, individual uh, nine before CrossFit. There's two things that work really, really well. Individual training is phenomenal yep. because you are a special snowflake. You do have special goals. You do have special ways that you adapt to training. You do have different specific ways that you recover. You do have different demands in your life. You are a special snowflake. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yet there is some real potent magic to group training Yep. That is, um, so powerful, we might want to switch away from the special snowflake thing and just do this thing that everyone else is doing. It's that powerful from the group effect to accountability, to intensity, to engagement and compliance, to the social factors, to all the, all of it, right? It's really, really powerful. But because that's so powerful, let's not throw away the individual aspect to it. Yep. And what we've done is we created two camps. There is either group training and classes or do one-on-one training. Yep. Well, this is not where this conversation was supposed to go. On the training <laughs> side, this is the problem that we are trying to solve with CompTrain. Yep. We understand the magic and the dynamic of the community. We also understand the dynamic and the power of individualized training. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is bring those two things together. Mm-hmm. We've done it successfully for the elite athletes. We're bringing that to the masses. We're trying to bring that to everybody that wants it. Where you can still train in a group, but it's specific to you. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun challenge that we're. I'm really excited to show share with people what we're creating in a little bit. But I bring that up because it's the same challenge we have with the nutrition. Mm -hmm. There is this big principles type stuff of what is better and what is worse and doing this in a group and doing a nutrition challenge is amazing because call it the shared suffering if you want, but everyone's in this thing together. There's the accountability buddies. There's the fun. There's the engagement. There's the compliance. There's everything else that goes with it. But It's not for you. It's Mm – so therein lies the challenge. We haven't figured that – I haven't figured that out yet. Other than now, we are going – because basically what you try to do is you had on the training side, going back over there, you had one workout every day that everybody did. One workout. Well, the first level way to individualize that is not to individualize it but to put people in their appropriate buckets. Mm -hmm. Train, sweat, compete. And it's the first level of individualization. And that's where we are. That's out to the masses right now. And that's what we do at the gym. The next level of individualization by, you that is even more specific is inside of that bucket. What are your strengths, weaknesses, and goals? Are you trying to be a hockey player or Are you trying to be a football player? You're trying to be a marathon runner, right? It's the same thing with individual. Once you get into these weight loss, performance, muscle gain, health, there are some subcategories inside of that. It's really the tips and the tricks. Because keto might work for you, whereas higher carb works for me because we're special snowflakes. I'm not there yet. I'm, I haven't figured out how to do that yet with the groups yet because we're putting our effort into the training side right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Fascinating. This has been very cool. Lose weight, increase performance, gain muscle, better health. Those are the four buckets of – that's the, the four things you've got to answer first before – one, giving somebody a prescription or two, making a plan for yourself.
1: Yeah. Let's not have the arguments of what's better, vegan or keto, carnivore or vegan. What's better, um, um, having gummy bears after your event or eliminating processed foods? Mm-hmm. We can't, Let's stop having those conversations. And before you have the conversation, go, well, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Yeah. And then understand you got to begin with the end in mind. And once you do that, then you can have educated real conversations and understanding that the tips and the tricks inside of those are going to vary based off of individual because once we go to weight loss like you love macros i hate macros i want to do intermittent fasting they could be equally as powerful because we're both but we're both trying to drive for the same thing doing totally different approaches
0: got it i'm a friend thank you That was fun Uh, Thank you to everybody out there for listening, for your ratings and your reviews. Ben and I will be back next week for another episode of Chasing Excellence. You can get every episode of Chasing Excellence wherever you listen to your podcasts or on YouTube. Until next time, thank you for listening.